0: We're in for a wild night.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to episode 99 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun, hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host as always, Nate Wolf. It is wonderful to be back here on a beautiful Friday evening. I am joining you from Portland, Oregon. Uh... The time change has happened, and so it's still light outside, which is great. Um, excited uh, to be here. And if for the people who watch watching the video version, notice we got a new background today. And the reason why is because we've got some cool new stuff to talk about. And so um, we're looking into to kind of taking a, a deep dive, get it, tonight.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. Um. <laughs> we can dredge up some more puns. I did it on porpoise well now yeah better just get on with the show all right so I'm joined by uh two of my favorite people Hydralisk how are you feeling tonight I feel icky um Hydra is on vacation so Hydra's not joining us tonight um Hydra is not sick uh Hydra be back next week um so I'm hanging out tonight with my great friend Electric Sheep City how are you tonight
0: Howdy, friend. I'm doing really well tonight. Uh, People watching video versions will notice that I have a slightly different background than normal (laughs) and probably sound a little different. Uh, So I'm house sitting right now. The move hasn't happened yet. So this change is temporary, but whenever I do move, the equipment will move with me. So it'll be a little bit less of an obvious thing. Uh, That said, doing great. Great week. So excited to talk about that. This just like whole I I couldn't think of a good pun uh this whole kingdom of of uh you know different cards tonight it's gonna be excited yeah I am excited it's going to be exciting
1: there you go (laughs) I'm energized so I I watched I watched coin Conceit live last night and I usually listen to the audio version and I got more puns in, in like a one minute increment than like I had heard all week and it just like super energized my uh the the dad joke part of my brain so i'm oh
0: that's just (laughs) ponderful
1: yes apologies in advance uh for uh for whatever i say here tonight anyways we got
0: some cool stuff coming up so um yeah yeah so now that we're talking about him rather than with him we can finally say just how much we really like spending time with hydra and how we look forward to having him back next week for episode 100 but until then for those of you joining us for the first time welcome aboard i'll briefly explain how the show works we record this podcast live every friday evening at twitch.television slash born to be wild hs and the video version of this podcast is then posted to youtube shortly thereafter audio versions are of course also distributed to all the podcast apps so however you're watching or listening or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today, thank you. Yay. Yes,
1: you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, friends. Thank you, everyone that's hanging out with us live today. And um, just before we get into the main topic, as always, just wanted to say a quick but very important thank you to Shokunin and to all the other patrons of our show. Your support is, uh, it, it means the world to us and... and um, I know when we say it, but I definitely mean it, uh, especially we've got a lot of folks that have been with us since like day one and it's amazing to to see you all here and, and hang out. Really, really, really appreciate it. Um, for uh, those of you who would like to uh, support the show, there's a couple of free ways that you can do that. Um, very simple, if you are following us on YouTube, like, subscribe to, to our channel, to the videos that helps other people find us. Um, same thing with uh, if you're listening to this on Well, your podcast platform of choice. If you would um, write us a review, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, whatever it is, uh, that helps other people find us as well. And so uh, that's always welcome. If you are watching this live on Twitch, we do have some cool emotes that you can unlock by subscribing to the channel. Uh, This is free if you have Amazon Prime. I actually talked to Christina, um, our artist, uh, last night, and she's gonna be working on some new emotes for us as well, so it's really uh, exciting. And then finally, uh, if, if you're interested in supporting the show financially, we do have a Patreon uh, that that you can contribute to for as little as a dollar a month, um, and all of that helps. If you would like to interact with any of us personally, we would love to have you join the Discord. Uh, for those of you not familiar, it's a free um, online community, uh, friends that we've made all across the world. We talk about Wild Hearthstone, we talk about um, different deck links and we share memes and jokes and videos and real life stuff. And it's just a great community that we've developed zero drama. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of fun. If you're looking to find us, uh, the easiest way is just to go to our website. It's born to be wildhs.com. There's links uh, all over the website and you can, uh, find us there. Um, one final thing. So, so this is episode 99 next week, we have episode 100, which is a, a big milestone for us. Um, And uh, last, we got a graphic up on the screen. I don't have it prepped for tonight, sorry. But if you go to um, the podcast website, it's on, it's, we host the podcast through Anchor and Anchor posts it to all the other podcast platforms. Anyways, if you go to anchor.fm slash born to be wild HS, uh, that link is on our website as well. Um, there is an, there is a, a way that you can send us a message, like an audio message, you can record a message. Uh, so if you're interested in doing that, uh, whether it's, you know, we can play it on episode 100, we could play it on any other episode, but uh, we'd always love to hear from you, that's that's an option. All right, well anyways, thank you all for being here tonight. Really excited to dive into this topic. We have a really cool announcement that we got yesterday. So um, brand new Hearthstone set is coming out it is called Hooray! Hooray! um let's see here it is called voyage to the sunken city we got an underwater theme finally i know they've been talking about wanting to do one for a long long time i think ixar brought it up in an ama at some point uh, when they were talking about hey what what would you like to do what would you think and someone i think he said at one point like i would love to do an undersea one that'd be so cool and yes, uh, that's super cool. And I'm excited for it. And I I love, you know, they had mentioned, I think this was in, uh, maybe this was the, the recent Ben Lee interview or something where they had talked about, hey, you know, over the past year, we we did like a one year long event and all three expansions all tied into each other. And there was like a continuing story. And we're going to do that like every other year. So this year we're going to do, three separate things. and I think that's kind of fun. you know back in the day they were doing like there would be like a really light-hearted expansion and then it'd be a dark one and then a lighthearted one. And so I'm ready to do something kind of different and, and underwater set sounds just super cool.
0: So um, well so the thing that's going to to tie these three together is this is voyage to the sunken city next one is going to be something to do with sheep and then the other one is going to be something electric so you know obviously like that's what's really going to tie everything together right
1: you know we're still predicting year of the sheep right um (laughs) always right so okay so so the the new set uh comes out april 12 so today is march the 18th so we're looking at They pushed it back about a week from what we thought it was going to be. So we were predicting maybe April 5 or April 12. Those are Tuesdays. Um, And and they pushed out to the 12th. So um, what is that? One, two, three, four weeks. Four weeks from, uh, well, about four weeks anyhow. Um, So we're about a month away. Um, Yep. Yeah.
0: Pre-order bundles. Ever so slightly under. Let's go.
1: That's right. Uh, pre-order bundles are available already. Um, so there's, there's the mega one where you get, uh, 80 packs, five gold packs, two gold legendaries, card back, um, tavern, uh, whatever you call it. The, the, the ticket, um, for like an arena run and then five mercs packs. And of course, uh, there's a portrait for
0: oh, mage. Those are actually the battlegrounds. Um, what was that? Battleground uh, perks? Yeah. Battlegrounds perks. Oh, well, there you go. You know what i think we were talking about this uh the
1: other day right that like the battlegrounds perks like i i enjoy battlegrounds i'm not super competitive but it's fun like i don't think i would buy the perks normally but i really enjoy having them as part of the bundle um so i kind of like that the five mercs packs feel silly to me like okay
0: (laughs) okay thanks each Uh, merc pack is worth the exact same amount as a golden (laughs) voyage to the sunken city pack
1: i'd rather have five more golden sunken city bags uh anyways um, (laughs) there's a there's a standard bundle as well uh it's 60 packs two two legendaries and the card back so anyways yeah yesterday was an expensive day um there's there's and how yeah there's lots of other stuff um there's lots of battlegrounds updates there's lots of merc stuff uh there is lots of well lots of stuff in general um but we're a wild hearthstone podcast so we're not going to touch on that uh, you want to you want to yeah. hear about uh, the other stuff there's there's lots of other places um
0: to check that stuff out so uh yeah. if you do want a mercs podcast the fighting pit podcast is fantastic we won't go into depth w- about the merc stuff there because they will there
1: hey, i like that i like that yeah yes i recommend um so they dropped a trailer they dropped a, a video with the new mechanics it was actually really funny uh, with with core leading it and it was it was great I, I recommend uh links are in the show notes but they're on youtube um i got rickrolled in the in the discord via schmoopy daddy thank you so much uh to, hey you know here's the trailer video check it out and 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 got super rickrolled it was lovely um
0: well that's great
1: <laughs> yeah Someone put work into it because it actually says um, like voyage to the sunken sea trailer and, and, and they copy and pasted the, uh, the, the text and, and so it like looked legit. It's so well done. Well done. Um, all right. So we all get a free legendary. We'll talk about it in a minute for logging in. Um, the, uh, you know, for everyone listening now, this is already said and done, but it was kind of funny yesterday because the, um, the update came out for the computer. But the update did not come out for the phones. And so, but once you update on one, you can't play on the other. And then we were all just like not able to play for a day there. But it was pretty quick. It was pretty quick. I think they, once they uh,
0: realized they actually pushed through the fix like super fast, which was awesome. Um, Yeah. So they had pushed through the the, the fix like immediately. And then it's just the delay at that point is that the different phone, so like Google Play and the uh, iOS store and whatnot. And um, so typically those take a while. It's kind of variable whenever they push it out earlier and they say, you know, here's the go live time. It it ends up being about the same time, about an hour, you know, delay, not too bad. This time there was a a bug in the code and they had to push something through pretty much at release date Mm -hmm. uh, at release time. And, you know, it came out last night rather than you know like at noon or or whatever central whenever it normally comes out so not too big of a delay but enough to be inconvenient and people were a little upset but you know well, i'd rather them fix it than uh <laughs> you know brick my phone or like compromise my account so
1: <laughs> hearthstone players were were upset
0: wow really
1: wow big shocker <laughs>
0: astonishing
1: yeah yeah
0: that's incredible
1: it's uh, i need to yeah i need to i still need to update the the soundboard over here but anyway so yeah we new set announcement is coming out um i'm i'm excited to kind of see there's some new mechanics and i haven't like fully spent a lot of time on this i've been working crazy hours lately and 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 then coming home and doing some hearthstone and some some artwork and some uh horizon forbidden west and i'm excited to talk about this stuff tonight because it's also new and and you know the the new keywords and stuff be able to kind of talk through what they actually do um i've learned a lot through the community about what stuff actually does and how they interact which has been kind of cool oh by the way we got some new artwork from christina which is super cool um i posted up on this on the screen for for the the video folks uh audio people. I'm sorry. You'll have to look, it'll be on our website at some point or in the discord, but I love it. It's the first time we haven't used the dragon for something, but like, it was just too fun of an idea to pass up. So anyways, uh, that's, that's really fun. All right. So, so let's talk about the new, um, key and the new minion type. Can I, can I give those to you sheep?
0: Absolutely. So the first one is a really big one. So that keyword is of course, colossal um so minions with the colossal keyword are too big to fit on just one card they come with extra appendages that synergize with the main body in powerful ways so the ap- appendages are summoned whenever co- the colossal minion is summoned Note: summoned not played it's not a battle cry so even if the colossal minion wasn't played from hand even if it was pulled out like by a dirty rat or you know like a um a uh, hecklebot, or if you know you're playing some big priest or you know colossally oh big priest oh my god oh no if, if you're doing that then you probably won't want to play random res effects because you could resurrect one of the smaller appendages oh yeah no 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 okay 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 so if the yeah but all right if you resurrect the big one not only does it resurrect that one because it summons the one which is one big colossal minion it should also summon all of the the tiny ones too so um probably not reliable but i mean i'm going to play some colossally big priest whenever you know if priest has a colossal minion we haven't seen one yet i digress that's colossal it's uh it's a a, gonna be really cool we'll cover a couple of the colossal minions later they look really kicking rad uh, so the second keyword is called Dredge. So what Dredge does is, um, so cards with the Dredge keyword let you look at the bottom three cards of your deck and choose one to bubble up to the top. It's like so it's like a
1: reverse Scry, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, pretty much. And since you're just pulling it out and you're looking at the bottom of your deck, you know that the remaining two cards are at the bottom of your deck unless you shuffle, you know, with pole kelt or you shuffle something in stuff like that. Uh, but you know, they're at the bottom of your deck, which gives you some info too, which I think is really clever.
1: Yeah. So, Uh, so can I ask Yeah, if you, so you dredge, you dredge, right? You look at the three from the bottom, you pick one that goes to the very top of your deck, right? So that will be the next card that you draw. Like you don't draw it, but it goes, it floats up to the, the top is the idea. And then the other two
0: just go back to the bottom. Is that how it works? I believe so, though it might be that it draws it. I can't recall. I, I, I feel like I saw it draw, but now that we're talking about it, I, I can't recall for sure. Um, Chat, help us. <clears throat> research will be done. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's an, another kind of a mechanic. So the uh, Azran cards send a powerful sunken card. the bottom of your deck. So if you combine both mechanics, you can sink a card to the bottom of your deck and then dredge to pull it up either to the top or to your hand. Nate's doing some research while we speak right now. And so you can find powerful sunken treasures right away. So the way that they phrase it there, it sounds like you draw it too. So I'm I'm thinking it is the draw. Um, I'm thinking I was remembering correctly on that one. but we shall see.
1: No, no, no. Yeah, it says, uh, yeah, look at the bottom three cards of your deck. Put one on top. Dredge is a mechanic that looks at the bottom three cards of your deck. And then you choose one of these cards to put at the top of your deck to draw next. Hmm. Uh, this in turn gives you okay. information on your deck order as the cards you don't pick are cards that you know you won't be drawing. And when you get to the bottom of your deck, you have an idea what you'll what you'll draw.
0: Okay. Cool. So, so it is kind of like scrying in that you're putting one on the top of your deck. But it's also kind of like scry like the opposite of scrying in that you know what the bottom two are. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, interesting. So that, and and uh, that is
1: it's so thematic. I like it that and so when they say that there's cards um that uh, they said uh, Azuron, I'm probably mispronouncing that card, send a powerful sunken card to the bottom. That's just a battle cry, right? You, we'll see these cards to so like battle cry put a XYZ at the bottom of your deck and then and then dredge would be all right like take a look and you the idea is to to i mean it's like sunken treasure right it's it's cute so so there's sunken treasure at the bottom of of your deck and then you're dredging it up to the top like okay that's very thematic exactly. it's 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 on it's on brand uh theme wise i like that so
0: yeah and so the Azurin cards are not like that's not a minion type um it's kind of like si7 right where it's in the card title eventually we got a quest line that synergized with it but, um, you know, yeah, so for example, and we'll get there when we go into it in depth, but Azuran Sweeper is a mech minion, and it's a mage mech. So it, it doesn't, uh, you know, it's have not a... that um, tribe itself, but it, it's kind of a describing factor. Gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. No, okay, that makes sense. Uh, and then the final thing is so, that they're adding a new, wait, sorry, yes, yes. Oh, I was just going to say, so Azuran may not be a minion type. But we are getting a new minion type, which is Naga. So we have seen a couple of Nagas previously. They just did not yet have the minion type. They will going forward. So some of the old cards will include that that Naga uh tribe tag at the bottom, including Zola the Gorgon and Naga Sea Witch. Mm-hmm. There are probably more, but those are the big ones that, that saw the most play, <laughs> Naga Sea Witch in our format in particular, whenever it was broken. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the way they explain it is, the cursed Naga join Hearthstone in this underwater adventure. Naga are a spell focused minion type that often give you bonuses for playing one or more spells while the Naga are in your hand. Um, so the ones that we already saw didn't really have that, but I mean, that's clearly going to be their focus going forward and focus does not mean all they can do. So things like Zola and Naga sea, which, you know, are, are maybe outliers, but they're still thematically. Yeah. That Naga tribe.
1: No, that's cool. I, I like It, it 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 allows them i think design space for future expansions to say all right you know get make a copy of a friendly um naga or or whatever it is um anytime it, it just tribe synergies mm, i sense a listener challenge coming on <laughs> but uh i like it not gonna lie um <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that, that's a really good one. <laughs>
1: blame blame Ridiculous Hat for that one. I stole it. Uh, absolutely stole it from, from Hat. Anyway, so we got some new cards to look at tonight. These are all on the Hearthstone website. They're on a lot of websites at this point, but uh, we saw a handful released and so we're going to look at them. Excited to do this. I don't have a great order, so I'm just going to go the order that they were on the website. Um, and you know as we're a wild show we're looking at these from a wild perspective as well um, i know that you know a lot of times this stuff is designed with standard in mind but um you know we'll we'll be looking at it from a wild perspective one other thing that i want to throw in real quick is that we did not see any sort of announcement yet on core set um any sort of rotation or, or whatever and i think that they were saying that that is coming um in about two weeks i think I think that's correct.
0: Yeah, in in the coming weeks, I, I don't know that they gave an exact date, but um, I, I think I believe April fifth stands out in my mind. Mine, Maybe they did give a date. Yeah, mine too. Gosh, I think it it's was been a busy week for me too. You know, you know,
1: it's in the uh, it's in the patch notes. I think I think
0: April five confirmed. Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah. Awesome very cool uh, so we got a little bit of time and I'm glad this this uh, will give us something to focus on until then and we can revisit it then uh, but but excited to see so uh, the first minion that we'll be looking at is a paladin legendary it is a uh, two mana two three it's called Kotori light blade uh, it says after you cast a holy spell on this cast it again on another friendly minion dude uh so this looks like the the mech artwork as well but like fish mechs uh this is so cool i'm kind of surprised that there's not a tribe associated with this after watching the um the video with with Cora in it because they had a a name but whatever they look so rad um this this seems great uh yeah there's some good holy spells in paladin um like a lot of holy spells that are very good in paladin and and remarkably you know, it's funny because I think last time we did a set review, Odd Paladin was still good because um, Conviction cost one. Uh, <laughs> and recently we've seen Even Paladin become pr- pretty good. I mean, I don't know that it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's not tier one, but like it's pretty good. And, uh, you know, Call to Arms is a card. This is even cost. Holy Spells are really good like i don't know it just seems solid to me i mean
0: and it's a persistent effect too right like after you cast a holy spell on this so you can pull it from call to arms and then you know um blessing of something onto it or the uh, uh two mana one that gives plus two plus one and draws a card um you know I, I don't think blessing is a holy spell, but the turn <laughs> to one that draws a card is, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But conviction
1: um, is a whole, is a holy card. Right. And, and so I, I, it. I call to arms, it pulls this and a couple other things. I play conviction on, uh, but it convictions, random convictions, random. Uh, anyways, right. There's some, there's some good holy cards. This could be kind of crazy though, I think. And even if it's not crazy, the stats for cost are really good. And the and mm-hmm. the spell effect is it's persistent, and so I think what we've seen a ton of lately is is like it's just disruption everywhere, right? There's uh um the uh, narrowbar weblords, there's dirty rats, there's um you know all kinds of stuff that to disrupt battle cries. Well, this does not have a battle cry, and so I can see um this it just looks really cool. I like it.
0: Definitely agree. Can't wait to play around with Katori Lightblade. So the next card we'll talk about is Shimmering Sunfish, which is a three mana two five, still paladin, beast with a battle cry. This one does have a battle cry. If you're holding a holy spell, gain taunt and divine shield. So uh, beast paladin? Huh? <laughs> you know this like just the ability
1: seems pretty great, I mean, hmm, if only there was a way to draw holy spells, you know, like oh,
0: knight of anointment, hmm, hmm you know, hey, okay, both night of anointment and shimmering sunfish are odd, hmm,
1: hmm, yeah, i this. I like it. By the way, two things, two things on this card. Number one, like w- when I saw this uh, and I and I see zombies talking about it in chat here. But I had the thought, too, for anybody that plays Mercs, this is the, the this is the artwork of one of cookies, fish, um, cookie, the cooks, fish uh, for the Mercs ability. And so it's great. Like I saw this, I was like, I know this card. Um, and I was told I did not read this, but I was told this, that the. Uh, um that the flavor text is just keep shimmering, which is very cute. Um, Assuming that that's accurate.
0: (laughs) If it's not accurate, it should be. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This isn't one that makes me like super excited, truthfully, but I mean, I think it's powerful in a vacuum. And I think if, you know, you open this, you can absolutely play it. I don't know if I'm going to kind of work something around it, but, if I'm running some sort of holy paladin, you know, some sort of um you know, pure paladin, I may end up, you know, playing around with shimmering sunfish, too. And I'll never be disappointed if I, like discover it from some random or get it from some completely random uh, ability as long as I have a holy spell. the The stats aren't bad, even if you don't get the battle cry off. But if you're if you're actively discovering this or happy about it you're holding a holy spell <laughs> right right well and
1: if if nothing else right so we, i asked hat um hey so what you know something that i never think of is hey what's rotating and what's not because in wild it doesn't matter right i, I just i just I, my brain only has so much space in it and so trying to remember what sets are rotating from standard to wild like i don't care everything's in wild. It doesn't matter. Um, so, but well, and so I, I think, right. I think the
0: ones that are, do you know what's, what's rotating? Uh, I think, yeah, but the, yeah. So it's ashes, skull and, um, uh, the third one, um, madness at the dark moon fair.
1: Right, right. Okay. So, so, so Baron's, um, Alterac and Stormwind will still be standard. And so, Correct. even in standard, like this with Librams, too, right, would be good
0: still. Or were Librams skullamants? Uh, so, Librams were, um, yeah, skullamants or ashes, even. Um, Librams have been in the game for a long time. Um, standard, a uh, long time. <laughs> <laughs> Their version of a long time. So um I know my friends who are standard exclusive are really happy that Librams are rotating. Uh, Shimmering Sunfish is probably one of those those things that if we wanted to play a Libram Paladin in Wild, we probably could actually get some benefit because, you know, the Libram of Wisdom. I think the the two-mana one that you keep on getting back in your hand and back in your hand and back in your hand. Mm-hmm you almost certainly will have a Libram of Wisdom. And so you'll almost certainly be able to get Shimmering Sunfish's battle cry. So if you want to play some Book Paladin, then you can probably do that thing with Shimmering Sunfish too. Nice, nice. Well, I like the card. And you can only do that in Wild. A- <laughs> All right,
1: next up is a uh, neutral legendary Sir Finley Sea Guide. Uh, so one mana, one three Murloc battle cry swap your hand with the bottom of your deck wow okay this is gonna be my my first impression of this was like holy cow um this is this is neutral like this could go in just right? about any deck i, I mean it, it could be great in just about anything the interesting piece of it the more i thought about it is like okay well um number one this is sir finley and if you watch the trailer like I fully expect to see the other um, League of Explorers coming back. And so I'll be shocked if we don't see another version of, like, Reno and Brandon and Elise. But we'll see. Um, Anyways, so the way I imagined this works, it says, Battlecry, swap your hand with the bottom of your deck. And so it's like, all right, how many cards are in my hand? If I've got three, then I'm going to pull three from the bottom. If I've got two, I'll, you know... We'll just we'll just swap them. It's interesting the way that this works with dredge, right? So if I know what's on the bottom, like okay, cool, I could pick one to put up to the top, and then I could play this and get the other two, or or, or whatever it is. Um, it's interesting. I I like that they're playing with mechanics. Um, of of the uh, you know your deck. They had talked about it a long time ago. You know. Playing with mechanics of the deck and ordering, playing with mechanics of graveyards, but this is this is great and it's interesting. I think how um, the ordering goes because with a card like Lord Keeper Polkelt that'll like rearrange your deck, and how that interacts with a card like Psychic Scream. You know, your deck gets rearranged. Where something like this, like hey, you're not shuffle. It doesn't say shuffle on it, so you're just oh. grabbing them. Like you, you can kind of tell what's you know what you're gonna get and what you aren't really interesting anyways i don't i don't see how this is bad at all hey you got a hand that you don't like even if you got one card that you don't like all right let's just swap it for a different one especially in a, i don't know i i, I saw people talking about it in discord yesterday um like a, Ooh, a quest rogue was was an example and i was like oh no oh no don't say that you can give people <laughs> ideas uh, but
0: yeah i no, what were you gonna say though uh, oh so i can easily see myself playing an embiggen having some non mbigin cards in my hand oh no no no, no, no don't Sir don't, Finley, don't don't give and then all ideas, of a sudden no. the <laughs> yeah. and i know that the non-embiggen cards at the very bottom of my deck so if I get down to that point then I've probably already lost anyway so uh you know Sir Fenley Guide makes Embiggen even more of a high roll because then you absolutely know that you're replacing your non-buffed cards with your buffed cards um is it going to actually make the cut in the you know perfect 30 list maybe maybe not I'm going to try it though, because of course I am like, that's the point of trying the new things, right? (laughs) You know, I, I mean,
1: we'll talk about them later, but there's a couple other, there's also Murloc, by the way. Um, and we've seen a couple other Murlocs that we'll be talking about in a minute. I would be shocked that we didn't, if we didn't see a a whole handful of Murlocs, um, here. And so who knows, uh, you know, maybe we'll finally see Murloc Mage, uh, or whatever. Um, merlock mm. l o c k because it's merlock warlock uh yeah. yeah yeah no there's a card too do you remember that like way 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 back when um yeah. the like war, like zoo murlock warlock was kind of a thing for a
0: minute um i don't know it was for like a, a minute it was entertaining yeah. I'm hoping that we can actually like make it a thing for more than just a minute this go-round. That would be
1: cool. I mean, we haven't seen an actual like, well, cute lock, I suppose, but we haven't seen like a traditional zoo-style warlock in ages. In ages! And that was like the thing for such a long time in warlock and then it's transitioned to like combo or, or control, real demon-heavy death rattles and combo
0: mechanics and and um, having different and and uh, cute lock i don't know that i would oh sorry um cute lock i don't know that i would really call zooy either which is kind of what you were intimating there because it's not that you're playing the kind of zoo thing where you're just churning through them you're playing things that you actively want to either like die because they're death rattle or just go wide and then buff the board with those kind of effects so that you're just doing that so to kind of yes and. Even the ones that are kind of zui are not, not really, really Zooey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's almost
1: like they're more combo focused, really. It's, you're, you're, yeah. you know, you're trying to scam wins. Uh, anyways, cool card, battle cry. I mean, if nothing else, you know, I, I could see it being played in just about anything. I mean, I guess we'll see, but I, I like it so far. And if nothing else, it's a, it's a one three for one. So. Cool. All right. Uh, next up, we got another legendary. Will you want to talk about it?
0: Uh, heck yes, I do. So this is Ambassador Phelan, who is a four mana four five. Polekelt stats. Uh, battle cry: Put three colossal minions on the bottom of your deck. So sinking those colossal minions—they're so big, they have to have to go to the bottom of the sea. Um, so if we're dredging things up, this is kind of one thing that we may want to dredge up. Oh hey, we were just talking about Sir Finley. Here are three Colossal Minions to the bottom of our deck. And oh, now we can immediately draw them by playing Sir Finley right afterwards. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about some of the Colossal Minions later. I'm really excited for a number of them. Uh, I I think that's going to be probably my favorite mechanic this go-around. And Ambassador Phelan just giving you more Colossal Minions. Like yes please i i want this <laughs> are they uh
1: are they do you know are they random random colossal minions kind of like um oh gosh what is the the warlock prime card that shuffles like random primes into your deck as the death rattle
0: because i don't know for sure but i believe so because I, yes.
1: I we we haven't seen all that many cards yet but from what i can tell like there's there will be multiple uh colossal minions and it doesn't say like put three colossal minions from your deck on the bottom it just says put three and so i imagine it's three random but like i haven't seen these in play yet so we're kind of
0: speculating yeah well and and kind of like you were intimating it seems like at the very least from what we've seen so far the colossal minions seem like they're going to be legendary minions and kind of one per class Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. from what we've seen so far so it makes sense rather than putting the same three from your class to the bottom of your deck, it being the random, random ones. So um, if you you know exactly which Colossal Minion you're getting because it is limited to your class, depending on the class you're putting it in, that could be even better than random, honestly. But I mean... The, the Timmy and me wants it to be random because I want to do like the exciting stuff and I want to not know what it is and like hope that I'm getting one. And then I, I get that one and it feels really good. And then, Oh, I didn't get that one. I got this other one. That's good, but doesn't help me. You know, like that, that kind of rolling the dice is going to mm-hmm. be one of the things that's really fun with ambassador Phelan. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm anxious to see, I could see it going either way. I wouldn't be surprised if like, if it's just three and you, and you don't see which ones or maybe you do see, I don't know whatever. Looks fun. And, and at the end of the day, it's still a battle cry with, uh, f- you know, four mana, four or five stats. One other question that I have, you know, I've been playing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing so much like Tech W Shaman. It's, it's been like three, <laughs> three months in a row now. And I remember there being something, um, okay, a Blast from the Past, right? Uh, Who is it? Is it from from uh medieval's uh whatever it's called um Knight it, it, is it prince malchazar uh the legendary that, that yeah well, yeah where
0: you don't see what it is but you see that legendary minions are going into your deck
1: right and i remember the mechanic uh that if you were running a like a reno style deck that it would not put duplicates in to like mess up your your uh synergy there and so i almost wonder if if this will do that or not i don't know i'm just thinking like hey like i like to play competitive decks and hit legend and i like to meme out like the best of them and i don't know like Shutterwalk is a card well i've seen a bunch of crazy battle cries already and i just like i just want to do some janky like reno style um deck with with all these new battle cries cool let me do all the stuff let me let me put colossal minions and dredge and uh secretly counter and swap the hand with the bottom of the deck like just do all the things so um anyways i'm kind of curious how this works i i love seeing these new mechanics though. it's so cool and we've seen the hearthstone team come such a long way over the years of you know battle cry give plus two attack you know battle cry discard a card like this is crazy. They're like we we've come such a far way. You know, I never thought in, in my wildest dreams I would see cards like Kazakis or Kazakasan or
0: you know whatever else. Like they're they're doing some wild things, and and uh, I love it. Anyways, so he, hearing you say that, I, I think I know exactly why I'm so excited for this set. We've seen a lot, and by a lot I mean a lot of hand manipulation. You know, hand buff. You know, buffing the board. We've seen a very, very little bit of deck manipulation, right? Mm-hmm. And when we've seen it, it's always been, you know, powerful. At the time, Prince Imbigin, um, um, you know, Lord Keeper Polkelt, um, you know, different things like that. This is a lot of deck manipulation with dredging, with putting things to the bottom of your deck, with, you know, like swapping the your hand with the bottom of your deck. You listening to you talk right there explained exactly why I'm so excited for this expansion because it's it's not just like one or two deck manipulation things it's deck manipulation the expansion right yes yes well and it's so thematic too I mean just the more the more I you know I'm
1: sitting here looking at all the you know underwater artwork and stuff and just it's like the colossal minions like they're giant sea monster type things and you got to dredge them up like just crazy I don't know. I read I, without going too far down a rabbit hole, like I read some post on the internet somewhere over the past week, and it was talking about essentially like, you know, anybody that goes in the ocean is just crazy. It's humongous, and who knows how deep it is. Nobody's fully explored it. That's scary. Like like, yeah, this is crazy. We have a colossal minion come out the bottom of it, um, yeah, freaking kaiju or whatever. Uh, I love it. so anyways, all right, let's talk about more cards. Yeah. So, uh, here, here here's the next one. This is the one that we all got for free for logging in. I was watching Yada stream last night and I'm sitting like, I hadn't, I was in meetings and stuff all day at work and I didn't have it. Just couldn't check the stuff. And he's playing, um, uh, even warlock. And I see this card on the screen and I was like, what is that? Like, that is not what, 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 like, did you like, you know, hack your game or something like, what is this? And, and it's like, Nah man, this is the this is the new card. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, and then I read all the news, you know. Um, so so we all get to use this card now. Um, uh, this is our, you know, Mare in the Fox or equivalent that, that we get to play with for the next month until the new set comes up. So uh this is a neutral legendary minion. It is called Blade Master Okani. It's a four mana two six. Battle cry. Secretly choose to counter the next minion or spell your opponent plays while this is alive okay interesting now i have to give a big shout out to our buddy martian boo uh who um experimented with with this card uh pretty extensively yesterday and i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. read uh i'm just gonna read this 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 twitter thread super quick because it explains um the the mechanics this is uh so martian says okani faq works with Shudder and macaw but you don't pick it's random um bran and Bullner works uh like all iterations trigger at once if you have seven counter minions you counter the next seven times not the next seven minions uh, but if you roll both it will counter a minion and a spell um, and then he said oh and a countered minion is fully countered no body no effect it's as if it was never played and never existed, um, which is kind of crazy, right? It's because I'm used to the idea of like, oh, does it, I mean, it's basically counter spell, but it can be used for a minion or a spell. And so death rattle won't trigger. It's just, it's like you tried to play it and you can't play it. So you pay the mana cost for it and then it just poof, uh, gone which is which is no, totally, death rattle,
0: no battle cry
1: no nothing right so the only yep. the and because it says here secretly choose so your opponent does not know what you chose um, it is secret to them the only caveat with this card it says that uh it this only works while this minion is alive and so if you're going up against a uh um a board-based deck and this is on board, and they run all their stuff or into it, and it dies. Then that effect is not going to trigger. That being mm-hmm. said, you know when you play it in, in something like uh, like Shutterwalk Shaman or or any sort of more you know controlling match, they don't have anything on the board. Like you try to use a spell to kill it, uh, counterspell, or you try to play that um, Kazakasan that you've been sitting on, uh, counterspell, um, and, and it just doesn't work. You pay the mana cost, and you know there you go uh i see in chat gold craft right right there you do not have to craft it in gold this is going to be the uh you'll get this in from the um battle pass if you go that route
0: probably yeah
1: yeah i believe that was data mined but it, it, it tracks because um they're giving it to us for free and just if we look at what they've done in past ones um typically the one that you get for free early on will be like the, the gold one or the diamond one that you get later. And
0: so I, I fully expect that to happen with this guy here. So we'll see. Yeah, and it does look really kicking rad in gold. Imic uh, shared the the gold version on uh, Twitter. And actually right before uh, coming to our stream here, I was watching my friend uh, D money play uh, standard, but he uh, played a golden um, uh, raised dead. And so he got the golden blade master Okani in his hand. And so not only did he get to play it, but then also the choose, you know, secretly choosing which one, those were really cool in gold too. So uh, looks kicking rad in gold. Can't, can't wait to see, see that. Um, I mean, Nate, you've been playing a lot of Tech W Shaman here you go (laughs) ultimate tech card. So Uh, who would like to play counter spell in any class, everyone who would like to counter minions, everyone.
1: (laughs) This is, this is going to be the new most hated card I think for a while. And I guess we'll see. I mean, at least there's a way to play around it. Sort of, sort of, um, you know, and, and it's an interesting choice where you have to really, Decide, like, well, do I want to pick spell? Do I want to pick minion? And it really depends on what deck you're going up against. Um, you know, where some classes, are like, oh, you've got a million spells. Like, I'm not going to pick a spell, you know, or you're only running one minion. Like, geez, you, you play this against a, a Cthune um, druid.
0: Like, this will eat your Cthune. Um, so, <laughs> or if they don't have Cthune yet, eat your Cthune piece right
1: <laughs> yeah you know this is kind of crazy and when you get into you know um Sh- Shutterwalk, macaw type stuff and this goes over and over and over like everyone's gonna hate this very very quickly i think i saw um i you know i i saw nhl playing it and testing it out in some decks um last night and i you know i don't know how good it's going to be across the board um and i i'm not you know i i don't want to predict the card itself seems pretty good it is a battle cry and so if you're playing it with um you know something that that uh, like recruits it or whatever it that's not going to trigger so mm-hmm. but anyways interesting yeah fun gonna be super annoying but anyway so so last night i i, I copied um martian booze shatterwalk shaman that had this in it i played one game and i won with it so there you go 100 percent win rate i didn't actually draw it busted didn't actually draw the card. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter busted. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So what's up next?
0: Yeah. So next we've got Tuscar Trawler. So uh, Tuscar Trawler um, is a pirate. Hence the R in there. Just what we it's needed. A, More uh, pirates. Man- yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's a two mana two three p- pirate with the battle cry. Dredge. So that keyword we were talking about earlier, where you look at the bottom three cards of your deck, you plop one on top, cool. You, you know exactly what you're gonna draw next. You can keep yourself from getting Anchor. Um, you know, does Pirate Warrior need this? Maybe, maybe not. Where I think Tuscar Trawler will really be seen as standard, because you know they don't have the critical mass of pirates in particular, cheap pirates for their, um, quest line pirate warrior. Yeah. Um, here is one and it has a positive effect, good stats. And uh, more than anything else, we've got a lot of cheap pirates. We, we can play cheap, cheap pirates. We've got them. We we can already do that. Standard doesn't really have a whole lot of them. So I, I think that's kind of the niche that Tuscar Trawler is mostly fitting. Um, you know what though like I I mean th- so dredge is still
1: not bad because I'm going to look at the bottom yeah. three cards and like you know what I think I actually would kind of like that Mr. Smite on the top of my deck um or hey you know what I I want to complete my my quest line and I want to calculate the the right amount of mana because I need to play around dirty rat and whatever else and so you know what, I want that one mana pirate, not the four mana pirate, you know, whatever it is, like, this seems better than some of the other two co- and and even then, it's like, I I don't know, the effect seems pretty good. We've got, some, we've got some two mana pirates and, like, is this better than those? Arguably. I mean, it needs testing, but I don't think it's bad, necessarily, because, like, I don't know, like, the way you win with pirate warrior, especially post-nerf, is, like, you gotta get the 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 juggernaut out as soon as possible and if this helps you do that it doesn't seem bad to me
0: i agree my biggest question hearing you say that is what four mana pirate are you running
1: (laughs) none (laughs) 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 yeah yeah yeah, exactly i don't even have to look i haven't played the deck in ages but uh none i mean the whole point of it is to play these super cheapy cost ones but like uh you know i don't know What I want, what I want is my Mr. Smite or whatever it is that, so I don't know, maybe good, maybe bad. At the end of the day, it's a two mana, two, three pirate with a battle cry that's not bad, so.
0: Yeah, it's a cheap pirate with a positive effect. Oh, you know what? We're
1: all going to be crying when we see what the warrior colossal minion is, when it's like a, you know, it's a, it's a sunken giant Davy Jones pirate that, (laughs) That, that you know has six appendages and they all have charge like just wait <laughs>
0: uh, um, see general crag <laughs> instead of sky general Crag. right right oh my god oh that'll be that'll be hilarious
1: that yeah all right the flavor in this set is incredible uh just
0: i love it all right all right what's up next uh so next we have a priest spell one mana no spell school, a uh, serpent wig, give a minion plus one plus one. If you played a naga while holding this, add a serpent wig to your hand. So you're holding a serpent wig, you play a naga, then you can give a minion plus one plus one, a new serpent wig comes into your hand. If you play a naga while that one's in your hand, then you play another wig, then you get another one into your hand. Uh but you each one is a new instance of Serpent Wig, right? So after you get the new one in your hand, you do have to play another Naga in order to activate that effect once more.
1: I thought I saw on the demo reel that it 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 worked that you could play it over and over. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so you
0: can, but you have to play a naga in between each one. Oh you do right? Because if
1: you I thought that they had played a the Zola way that it, I thought that they had played a Zola and then just played a whole bunch of these until they ran out of mana. Let me. I'm gonna. Huh. I'm gonna. Let we can keep talking about it. I'm gonna because why yeah. not? I'm gonna pull up uh, YouTube here. I'll I'll mute it. Um, but I'm gonna look at the announced trailer because I think that's where I saw it. Let me see.
0: Yeah, the way that it reads, it doesn't sound like that, but it it could just be you know that being the same one. But the way that it reads, at least is give a minion plus one plus one. If you played a Naga while holding this, and you weren't holding that because it adds a you're, Serpent Wig to your hand.
1: You're correct. You're correct. I just watched it. Okay, so you play, uh, <laughs> they played Zola. This this starts glowing yellow. You play it on, you know, they played it on your Naga. You get the other one in hand, but the one that came back in hand was, was green. It was not yellow. So you, you mm-hmm. would have
0: to play in between. But if you were Zolaing Zolas and then you play another Zola, then you can then play it and get another one into your hand. So you can go relatively infinite because the one that you get into your hand is just a Serpent Wig. It's not like a twin spell where the second one is done, right? So now Serpent Wig is in your hand. If you play a Naga while the new one's in your hand, then you can still get that effect once more. You just have to be able to keep on getting more and more nagas why would you want to do this
1: though like unless there's like a really good naga because like okay i'm looking at the priest decks lately and an inner fire priest is like the new hotness (laughs) and like this doesn't do what we want that deck to do no (laughs) i I mean the only time i see this is good is like hey i loved one mana spells and zero mana spells like when i was playing uh Reno Raza priest cuz like I could reduce them to 0 with um with palm reading or I could just play for 1 and hey like I can get extra copies of this cool but like if I have to play a naga in between each one like no way I I I don't know I don't know I don't see it then again it's an epic and may we haven't we've we've only seen you know a, the tiniest fraction of the cards and so maybe there's something crazy that I don't know about yet yeah. I I well, love too, the they, uh, the I
0: explained the uh sorry. The uh they explain the Nagas interacting with spells a lot in general. So maybe if they come out with more Nagas that incentivize us to play them, cheap ones in some sort of Rosicus priest. That's all I got. <laughs> I I I, yeah, I don't see. What I like about this is I
1: I uh I hear that that uh, Dawn Dragonrider uh is considering like sewing this into a hat, which I I absolutely think that would be amazing. And uh, I can't wait to see that. Um, the card itself is it going to be good? I don't know. The artwork is super cute. There we go. All right, let's talk it about might our be
0: good and f- standard.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, and again, and again, we we've seen such a small fraction of the cards that, like, I I'm not going to go out there and say it's bad without you know, in a vacuum, it looks not good to me. But you know, a one mana spells typically can be abused and so maybe there's a a different purpose and i just don't want to go there without being armed with more information so let's talk about our first colossal card
0: here yeah so our first colossal card is colake um is a seven mana six five beast minion colossal plus one immune while you control colake's shell uh so colake's shell is technically five mana you're never paying that. Uh mana zero eight beast, because it's the second half of Kalake, with taunt and death rattle, gain eight armor. So the shell itself does not have any attack, which makes sense. You have to kill the shell because otherwise you can't, you know, even uh, target Kalake itself. Um so even if you silence the shell, you're not silencing the shell's name, Kalake is still there, mm-hmm. you still have to deal eight damage to that shell in order to kill Kalake. Um now if you're just trying to go face, you can silence the shell and go face, sure, but you're not dealing with the the minion on board and it does have immune, so your board is now getting traded into for free.
1: Yeah, so th- uh, by the way, this is Druid. This is the this is the Druid Colossal. Yes. Uh it is a beast. I love just the concept of the card is just, it's too big for one card, so it has to span multiple cards. Like, it's cool. I don't have, if you're watching live, you see, like, I've got the artwork for, for the main card. Uh, On our show notes, we've got, like, the other part that just shows his butt. Um, but uh, it's, you know, spanning m- multiple things. Now, I'm kind of curious what happens. I mean, I assume if you don't have board space, you're probably, like, out of luck, right? Especially for the ones that have multiple appendages so when I it say it's colossal plus one that means that this this minion here has one other part to it right so when we get to the next one we'll see it has it says colossal plus four and and again I, i'm just guessing here about card mechanics and how it works with quests and other things like yeah hey you ever tried to to uh you you know, play Rokara uh, when you have six minions on board, and, and then get really sad when the Juggernaut doesn't come down because you didn't have any board <laughs> space. Like, yeah, yep. Uh, I guess we learned that one the hard way. Um, I imagine
0: that's how these work too, right? You have to make sure that you have board space. Makes sense. Looks. cool. I imagine so. They haven't highlighted that yet, but well, it's not like it's gonna. Th- that's consistent with how it's worked previously. Right. So yeah.
1: I mean, it's not gonna eat something to to make room, and it's not gonna not let you play it i think it just wouldn't spawn the other part that being said you know so so you know keep in mind right uh the way that colossal works is that like it is not a battle cry it just it like comes along with it it's the other part of the card and so you know if this got dirty ratted or you know heckle or or whatever else it is that uh or you know gosh what is the one that like uh that 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 Mm, it's some paladin epic that that makes them a gladiator or something or other where they pull something out and it makes them fight like any oh yeah right like any sort of recruit mechanic with colossal it'll just pull
0: all the parts right i think it should so what i imagine would happen in 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 the paladin example which i believe was dual um so it would pull collate if somehow you got that into your deck as a paladin (laughs) Um, and the six, five I'm guessing would duel with the minion that, you know, well, if you're the, if I'm the paladin and I
1: play it like against, and I am the Druid, this is going to pull from my opponent. Like it would pull Kolek and Kolek's butt and then it would fight Kolek. Right. And then Kolek's going to be immune. Right. Uh, Yeah. It seems pretty solid to me. There's some pretty yeah, buddy. interesting beast mechanics in Druid that we've seen uh, coming back over the years. And, and I love, like, when we... The, the beauty of Wild, right, is that over the years we get to revisit old mechanics that kind of, like, used to suck. And now they may be okay. And so if I've got a card like... Um, God, what is the... the, the, the um, the 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 one that uh he pulls two beasts from your deck and drops them on the board and they get rush right you know what i'm talking about
0: oh yeah guardian animals
1: exactly how does my question is how do those work with with colossal like i mean i assume that you're just gonna get the other parts any recruit mechanic i'm really interested to see how those work um yeah or dirty rat or,
0: or or hecklebot yeah i'm i'm curious to see too um You know, guardian animals. We haven't seen the, um, hunter, uh, Colossus yet, but the Druid one, it wouldn't pull because it pulls five or less, Um, but maybe the hunter one is we'll have to see
1: just shattered my dreams. You evil person. Uh, what (laughs) is it? So menagerie warden, does that say you turn into a copy of a friendly beast? right I think I it does because so. right because we used to use that for for five minutes there people were using it on uh, the the strangle thorn tiger to get a five five with 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 stealth so if I can copy uh-huh. this or say hey um like faceless manipulator and copy this like it's gonna copy the the colossal effect
0: presumably again like I assume so too if if because uh, it summons it right if, if we'll, all, we'll have to test that if only there was a
1: theory craft event coming up uh, uh, where, where we could test these things out wouldn't that be interesting all that right that
0: would be pretty kicking rad
1: uh all right let's t- <laughs> let's talk about the next uh legendary colossus here so this is the demon hunter one it is called zylag of the abyss this is a seven mana three six demon With Colossal plus four, meaning it's got four appendages, at the start of your turn, increase the damage of Xylag's stalks by one. Uh, So they start out, so they're all two mana, one twos. And each of them individually say, at the end of your turn, deal one damage to a random enemy, which could be minion, could be face. And then presuming that they, or uh, assuming that they, uh, survive the next turn would be at the end of your turn deal two damage to a random enemy. Uh, this card seems nutty to me in Demon Hunter. Now granted like Demon Hunters oh, this is not gonna be in wild anytime soon. And standard it is it, an odd card though. It it is it, <laughs> that card is a shard. Um <laughs> I th- it is an odd cost card. So you, you you you're right there. I think we were starting to see a little bit of um like token support in demon hunter. And what I think is interesting mm-hmm. for this is like, all right, you know, card seems pretty good in a, in a vacuum. Um, if nothing else, like it's a, it's got these four things and like, you got to kill all of them. Um, you, you don't want these sticking around cause they just stack. And if there's a way to either buff these or, um, to, you know to revive I mean either way, at the end of the turn it's four damage um, and then yeah. you know, wow, if demon hunter only had something that costs zero mana when things die, um, so I, there wasn't a lot of I mean we saw a little bit of support in standard for um, like a like a token um demon hunter, but not enough mm-hmm. to really push it. maybe this will do that maybe not if nothing else it's awesome uh, yeah. I, it's cool to see the very the variation. Uh, we've got another one coming up in a minute. So, so the Druid one is colossal plus one demon Hunter is colossal plus four, the mage is colossal plus two. And so, I mean, I imagine we'll see kind of a variety and I, again, I, I don't know, but I assume that we'll probably get one for each class. I could be wrong. I, I really don't know. Yeah. I, I didn't see that in the, sh- in the, uh, the patch
0: notes. So I'm I'm not sure. Anyways, yeah. a- any thoughts on this? I imagine you're right. Um, so, you know, we don't really play a whole lot of um, Demon Hunter in uh, Wild, pretty much at all. Xylag um, kind of makes me want to, um, because yes, it's seven mana, but I mean, you say three six, but like really it's a seven mana, what? Seven fourteen? Because it's a three six and four one twos? While yes, the stalks. Um, at the end of the turn deal 1 damage to a random enemy and then the next turn 2 damage etc um, they still do have attack and they can still attack right so yes the xylag is only dealing 3 and the stalks at the end of the turn are dealing 1 and then 2 randomly but then also they get to attack
1: too <laughs> they do get to attack too and, and all right let me let me uh, let me ask you a question what is uh you know all right mana caps out at 10 what is, what is seven plus three, right? So there's, there's this card, uh, that, that nobody ever played called, um, Dracari Enchanter from Knights of the Frozen Throne that costs three mana that says your end of turn effects trigger twice. And so mm-hmm. if for whatever reason, like you're able to keep these stocks alive, okay, cool. Now it's doing, you know, one damage at the end of each turn, two damage, three damage. Oh, twice. Okay. Um, it feels very win more like it's a, this is a, you know, what is it? Uh, what is the right term? Like it's a Timmy card, right? But like, it seems really fun. It seems I, you know, I, I don't know that I could take it on ladder and be successful with it, but maybe I, it feels, it feels more standard to me, but God, I love it. The flavor of it is so cool. And just knowing really that like, you, you're not seeing like, you don't see the full span of the card until you see it with the parts. And just realize like how enormous it is. And and I like that and you know, we had talked about this when we were talking um lore for Alterac, is that, you know, some of these giants or whatever, uh, you know, you don't really appreciate the scope based on how the artwork lands in the card frame. Or these like it's very clear that these are so huge that they extend off of the card into multiple cards. Like if nothing else the flavor is enough to make me want to play this and so historically i've taken all of the um like the hero cards or you know those are like my gold crafts like the colossus ones they're just so cool uh that at least that's my inclination would be to like i yes yes okay i probably will get sucked into this um <laughs> So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And you know what? To be honest, I like, every once in a while, Odd Demon Hunter, like, pops his head up, and it's okay. Um, if, if, well, all right, let me put on my tinfoil hat for a second here. Uh, mm-hmm. Rotation is happening in about mm-hmm. a month. And what we've seen them do in the past, sometimes, is take cards that are... Uh, going from standard to wild take a look at the nerfs and do some uh, reversions am i saying that word correctly unnerfing them or or sometimes that will you know change it up but but give it some of the power back and revert revert is probably the better word Um, demon hunter got hit so hard so many times early on and I, I personally feel like the only way that Demon Hunter is going to be competitive in Wild again is if we get some reverts happening. Because otherwise it just can't, It's, it's it doesn't, you know, it can't keep up with the other classes right now. Um, and like I, I hit Legend with uh, Odd Demon Hunter, but it was so early on that like a good chunk of the cards, and this was after the first big round of nerfs, but it was before the second big round of nerves when like what was it priestess of fury or whatever got hit and we could yeah. play a, a more mid rangey version um and i could see if that happens like why not this would be the top end of my deck like mm-hmm. if nothing else like it's a finisher or maybe it's a threat that all right great deal with that um
0: so we'll see yeah what Demon Hunter I think really needs for um, because yes odd be it mid range or you know in, in any variation thereof what what I think they've been pushing lately is that kind of token strategy right where oh whenever mm-hmm. my tokens have died then my you know big uh, bombs get cheaper and I can just like drop them while doing other things what Demon Hunter really needs and I think would actually be fairly competitive in wild. Is actually um, like something like Arbor Up, or you know Savage Roar, or Power of the Wild, or you know anything like that to actually buff the board to to take advantage of those token strategies. So um, if we get that at some point, then like I, I think Demon Hunter will be a force to to be content to contend with, but. Until that point, we're we're getting a lot of those pieces.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This well, is
0: another one of those pieces.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I I like that and we'll see, you know, what um what happens. Again, we've we've seen such a small number of the cards that I just don't know, but but yeah. a lot of times, like they're not just gonna drop this with no synergy. And again, the synergy is gonna be standard focused, but
0: um yeah, we'll probably see some stuff. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we've taken advantage of standard-focused uh, synergies many times. <laughs> a,
1: well, that's what happens, right? It's built to be playable and standard. And like, oh, oops, it broke wild. Um, and so yeah, that stuff happens. That stuff happens. And
0: sometimes it's a... Uh, you forgot about the tiller. Golly, Bob, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Moving on to Azran Sweeper. So Azran Sweeper is a three mana three four Mech in Mage with a battle cry: Put a Sunken Sweeper on the bottom of your deck. The Sunken Sweeper is also a three mana three four Mech, also obviously Mage with a battle cry: Add three random Mechs to your hand. There, the Colossus itself is also a Mech. So we're starting to see, you know, Mech Minion for Mage, the Mech Colossus for Mage. This is Battlecry, add three random mechs to your hand. Uh, I, I, I want to play Nate. Nate, I just want to play Mech Mage. I really, really, really want to play Mech Mage. And does Azure and Sweeper fit into that archetype? Maybe. I mean, it's a spider tank. It's got mechs, so like any of my, you know, no gnomer gnomish uh things were my um uh call it the the goblin that, that deals four damage randomly if you have a mech on board, it's, right? It's like, gob-
1: goblin blast mage, I think is
0: Yeah. Yeah, the blast mage. Um that would, you know, proc off of this too, you know, like is that a little too slow? Probably, but like I miss mech mage. I want to play it again. And this, you know, actually having mech minions in mage exclusive to mage and actually with powerful effects, you know, if the sunken sweepers battle cry of adding three random mechs to your hand is um, class specific, you know, class or um, neutral, then that could be more powerful because mage doesn't really have a ton of mechs. The mm-hmm. ones that it do, like Snow Chugger, uh, Flame Leviathan, uh, you know, like they're they're pretty strong. So Chugga, 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 chugga. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, uh, I mean, uh, Azure and Sweeper is definitely more of like a support kind of card, um, but I, I I think it it could make the cut, and I I just want to play Mech Mage again and sweeper could help me do it <laughs> what do you think about it Nate
1: yeah I mean it's just crazy to me to see may mech cards in mage in general like what okay I mean like you said it's a spider tank and it's not this card i think that got me hyped it's it's just the concept of mech mage in general they're like wait a minute wait a minute I so so ages ago I'll, I'll play it i'll play it right after the show we' throw it we'll it at the end for for a, a parody song but i craig did a song um when dr boom the uh mad genius came out the hero hero card for uh warrior um during Boom's Day, talking about you know mech major was the deck that i played the first and and um you know goblin blast mage and whatever else and and like it's it's uh it's very nostalgic for a lot of us who've been around for a long time to like, wait, wait a minute. Mech mage. I haven't played that since like, like we're getting all these Nax throwbacks, right? Um, which is just crazy. Like, this is a GVG card. Uh, and so cool. I, what I like is the idea of things changing up. And so, you know, for a long time, mage has been spell focused or combo focused. Ignite, Mozaki um secret mage even and so the idea of going back to like revisiting an old archetype hey mech mage okay hey um or or you know some kind of zoo or or like murloc warlock even you know the idea of revisiting a, a past archetype um is just rad flame leviathan or bust yeah yeah exactly i don't think anyone ever played that card um but i have it and i wouldn't mind playing it yep so you know i i it is what it is i mean i don't know is this card in a vacuum all that good like eh, not really but but i'm excited at the concept so
0: yeah big same yeah so moving on the next card is another mage minion this one is not a mech though this one is a naga and it is a two mana two three called spell coiler with Battlecry if you've cast a spell while holding this, discover a spell. So kind of like like the opposite of the, the priest wig that we were talking about just earlier, um, the uh, uh, serpent wig. Kind of the opposite of that, where instead of playing um, a naga while it's in your hand, this one is, is a naga itself. And if you play a spell while this, is in, while this naga is in your hand, then you discover a spell. So, you know, it's... So two mana, two, three, you can just play it for that. I, and quest mages become a thing again. Yes. And yes. this is, you know, you have this in your hand, you play quest on one, you play spell coiler on two, you have something that you've discovered that wasn't originally in your deck and you can just keep on trucking
1: you yeah you beat me to it I, we're right on the same wavelength there and that's exactly what i was thinking what we've seen over the past just couple of weeks is that people are starting to experiment with with quest mage again and and by it's quest back. mage uh, i mean the like open the way gate take take multiple turns quest yeah. mage and you know nobody's played it in ages since the nerfs but you know there's also this uh new New card uh parrot that will like replay the last spell that cost five or more. The quest reward is five, so that you get multiple turns multiple times. What I like the spell coiler better than some of the other cards. What was it? Questing adventurer, I think, or or something along those lines, right? That said like if like if you have an active quest then you gain a coin, or if you have an active quest, draw a card. But like those cards are useless after you've completed the quest where this is not Mm -hmm. like it it doesn't matter. And so like, yes, you, you could play, um, uh, you could play quest on one spell coiler on two, but even if you draw this later game and you're still digging or trying to complete your quest, you know, or, or, you know, you've already completed it. Like you still get the reward um regardless Mm -hmm. and hey what you know what happens when you discover uh, a fireball or a an ice block or something like that and you can scam a game from it so this card in my mind is like i would just take
0: one of these other two mana cards and swap it out with this one so yeah easily and it's super relevant that it's discover a spell you know you're talking about the um fireball uh, and you know the ice lance you know whatever it is that you're discovering well discovers better you, than random to, yeah exactly and you get to be the one making that choice yeah it's from the you know three that are presented but like if i see a counter spell and you know burn and you know some card that I'm not gonna pick if it was random I could just get the third one you know if if I'm you know choosing oh hey there might be times that I'm picking the counter spell I might just need burst to finish you, you know like the, this gives me that agency yeah hyping up discover but like I mean it's it's really relevant with spell coiler in particular especially when we're just trying to get things from outside of our deck to take an extra turn and kill our opponent <laughs>
1: yeah no i i mean this it seems really good to me so i i mean we'll see we'll see um all right uh, a couple more here we uh i'm gonna move along to the warlock minion this is a uh four mana four four murloc uh warlock Murlock called Bloodscent vilefin so battlecry is dredge um, which again is is look at the bottom three choose one to bring up to the top of your deck Uh, It says, if it's a Murloc, change its cost to health instead of mana. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Was there an old Murloc that did that? I think so. I think it was ever played before. Is Murloc, Warlock going to be a thing? I don't think so. I could be wrong. I don't think so. But we'll see.
0: Um, Maybe. Maybe. So what makes me, um, you know, kind of cautiously optimistic, very cautiously. Very very cautiously optimistic is hey, w- you want to do zoo things? Th- this helps you do zoo things. You can play this and then you can tap and then you can play another merlock even if you don't have the mana for it. Um you know, what what does warlock really want to do in those kind of zoo things? You know, yeah, your your life total is a resource. If you can do this thing, and then you can get on board quick. You can just like push, push, push before your opponent can take advantage of your life resource being low. And this kind of helps you do that. Is it a little slow as a four mana, four, four? Yeah. But there are a lot of pretty strong neutral murlocs, you know, like murloc war leader and a, a tide hunter, you know, that. The, the ones that you think of whenever you think of uh, the um, any fin paladin, right? Like, right, right. But Murloc shaman is a really big thing. And that's largely not exclusively, but largely off of the back of ice fishing, right? What if instead of ice fishing, y- you can just life tap, you know, th- there are some other things like the uh, two mana, two, three that whenever you play a, a, a Murloc, you get a Murloc to your hand. Mm-hmm. That's shaman specific that is kind of what, yes, Warlock wants, but also you've got the life tap to just like continually go you know churn through and this kind of helps you do that thing too by con- you get a merlock for for free using your health total, but essentially for free. um you make four world good... war- <laughs> warlocks yeah it doesn't it doesn't yeah Merlock Warlock doesn't uh, roll off
1: the tip of the tongue very well. <laughs> I think though you have a, a great point where, um, we, so here's what we worry about sometimes, right? Is okay? Can my opponent read my hand? Uh, does my opponent know? Like when I play kelt and it reshuffles my deck, and especially when I'm playing like Reno Raza Priest, and and okay, you know now my opponent knows like unless I have it in hand that like all right the top card there it's gonna be Anduin or Reno Jackson or some good card that I want and so cool like i'm gonna play gnome too. i'm gonna play brand gnome fraud i'm gonna play Ticketus or something to to disrupt and you know or you know combo disruption in wild is such a huge thing that's why mm-hmm. you you know dirty rat has become so prevalent in in basically every deck that you if you're playing a quest deck you have to complete quest and play the quest reward on the same turn otherwise you're punished all the time for it and so where I can see the benefit in this whether it's this card or just war- Warlock with Dredge in general is yeah I'm going to Dredge and then I'm going to Life Tap and so I get that card like I'm not going to let you either at my opponent rather like reshuffle my deck or mill my top card or whatever it is like I'm going to take it so
0: I like all thing. that to say
1: I think I will take it
0: couldn't resist i'm sorry Uh, (laughs) all that to say i'm excited to try murloc um Mm -hmm. but is it going to be good Eh, probably not but i'm going to try and it's going to be fun (laughs) yeah
1: yeah all right all right so we got a couple more um this uh then the next one is a rogue card this card actually looks pretty crazy uh, I, I like it anyhow it's a it's called bootstrap Sunkeneer instead of buccaneer it's pretty great Uh, five mana four four pirate combo put an enemy minion on the bottom of your opponent's deck this is uh pretty awesome I, I'm not I don't I have no clue where this goes you know I mean the last time we saw something at this cost it was an odd rogue and this is a vile spine slayer or something like that but the disruption like okay you know Odd rogue hasn't been a thing in ages, but you know, what's a bummer when I'm playing an aggressive deck and then my opponent plays like a, a void lord or a you know a colossus or something that like I can't get through. Bam, put it away. Like I don't have to kill it. In fact, this is arguably better than killing it. Like mm-hmm. it just goes away. Um and this is better than your um uh uh, God, what is the rogue legendary that puts it to sleep right um
0: my uh, my Mayev,
1: yeah. right that that puts it to sleep temporarily. I think that's even. oh is it yeah I don't know i mm-hmm. never I never really play it um it uh that's funny um but but yeah it's it's like no no, no this this like put it at the bottom of your deck and then you ship everything face um mm-hmm. and so and you know I mean I'm maybe this is optimistic here, but even if something like you're more aggressive, you know, King's Bane or any other sort of aggressive road comes back like, okay, this is the top end of my deck. And I just sit on it in the event that like, I need to push some face damage and there's a giant taunt in my way. Um, mm-hmm. th- this will do the trick. And so when I see this, I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. Well, this is a card. Um,
0: I like, uh, what do you think? Yeah. Um, absolutely everything you said uh, i mean it's basically better vile spine slayer right because the effect is more powerful i would argue than vile spine slayer um and the stat line is better it's not a five mana three four it's a five mana four four and it has the pirate tag so it's tutorable with like raiding party mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so i mean The power creep on
1: (laughs) Miles Spine Slayer, like, whoa, (laughs) yeah, right. Well, and a lot of times, like, there's so many minions now that I don't want to kill. Uh, right, what is the uh, the 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 neutral 8 8 demon that gives you eight mana that that everyone plays, right? The
0: Moarg Enforcer, Moarg, Moarg something, yeah, yeah, there's that, there's Void Lord, there's the the uh, the five mana, or not five mana, uh, the Five, seven demon um, mm-hmm. that poops out a, a demon with life steel
1: yeah or um, you we'll know, get, like get this cube. Right. <laughs> if yeah right so so here's where this gets crazy if I get uh, so what's been plaguing ladder lately um, inner fire priest like hey I got a giant or or anything with buffs right like librams or or a cube that ate something like hey guess what I put that back in my opponent's deck all those buffs audios you know you don't have them anymore uh, or, you know, say, say like uh Kolak or whatever, like one of the new Colossals Um, that mm-hmm. like a, there's a zero eight in my way. And when I kill it, it's going to give them armor. Like, I don't want to deal with that. Get rid of Yoink. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so th- this card seems awesome to me. I, I, you know, do I want to like? Do I want this in my mulligan? Like, no, it's five mana. But this is my this is this is my like ace card, so yeah, it seems great.
0: Hey, we can make odd rogue, you know, try and have a comeback, and we definitely run this in aug rogue. I think. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I like it, and and the pirate tag actually gives it synergy, and like, I mean, arguably, like, hey. I, i throw this in at the top of of a king's bane or something else where i I need to go face right where some some rogue i think can use spell damage to go over the top but if i'm relying Mm -hmm. on on a big weapon or something like that like i have to get around it and this this lets me do that and you play two of them and it's tutorable like chef's kiss yeah all right so we got a couple new ones that were added um today so well, let me see. One, two, three, four more cards that we can talk about. Um, so, uh, Sheep, uh, what is our next
0: card? Yeah, so our next card oh. is Hedra the... There we go. Yep, I got Oh, it. sorry. I was looking at... Nope, no, no, okay. no. Nope, you're good. You're good. Hedra the Heretic. Uh, so Hedra the Heretic is a seven mana, four, five druid, Naga minion with Battlecry. For each spell you've cast while holding this... Summon a minion of that spell's cost.
1: So (laughs) if I'm
0: holding this and I play ultimate infestation, then there's a 10 drop. If I'm holding this and I play um, the druid one that we'll talk about later or um, overflow or then let's add a seven drop. Let's add. Okay. So, you know, yeah, the seven mana four five stat line clearly underwhelming you're playing this for the effect at Mm -hmm. seven mana. Even if you're not playing guff, you can still weave in something else into your turn too. Um, So, I mean, I I think Hedra, the heretic is just like cool. Um, Then it's, I think it's going to be that kind of thin line between um, competitive and, you know, Timmy decks. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that this is that sweet spot in between the two where like we can do both, And that sweet spot in between the two, where you can do both, is like the kick and rad spot, and I want to be in that spot. And Hedra the Heretic will take us to that spot.
1: Do you remember (laughs) when we were playing um, King Feoris for a while? In uh, yes, I mean it's a swing turn, right? And and uh, you know we we cast so many spells as Druid, and like if you're not playing Guff, like are you even playing Druid? I saw I saw people running Guff now in aggro decks just because it's like it's card draw um if nothing else and uh, i mean i i i agree with you i think i agree with your assessment almost 100 percent that like this is this is in between probably competitive and um and 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 you know timmy flashy. oriented or whatever you know flashy right is, is a good word for it and so where i can see this going sideways is we're at least in standard right and i think that i try to look through that lens when reviewing cards because that's that's where Mm -hmm. they're intended to be played so right now with kazaka-san we're seeing a lot of ramp in in druid Mm -hmm. because we're trying to cycle we're trying to just play our big stuff Um, and so where you get sad is when you know you've played uh zero mana or one mana stuff alongside your big stuff and then well you know you can only have seven minions on the board at any given time and so you on an empty board you play this and then you've got six more and and when like <laughs> three of those are zero cost like one one wisps it's like oh well but you know i, I there's
0: potential and it could be fun if nothing else so yeah. Uh, well and in standard a lot of the ramp um is rotating so like Mm -hmm. lightning bloom is rotating and um overgrowth is rotating we still have access to those that's great um but kind of like you said it's a mixed blessing and curse we don't necessarily want to uh be running those in this but we still want the ramp right so yeah um yeah let's add that one to our list too um because, yeah, that's going to be really exciting pirates, to talk about as well. Pirates. We'll get there. Oh my God. All right. <laughs> so the next card, this is one that, until we just added this one, uh, probably even after adding the, the new one that we just added, uh, is probably the one that I'm most excited about so far. And that is Gaia the Tectonic. So Gaia the Tectonic is an eight mana, five, seven mage, mech. Colossal Minion. So, Mage Colossal Minion, eight mana, five, seven mech, Colossal plus two. After friendly mech attacks, deal one damage to all enemies. Okay, It has Colossal plus two. Each of those two are the different sides of the... Because it, it's a tectonic. It looks kind of like a like a, a mech warrior or a Gundam, right? So the, the two different sides are the different drills. The guy is drills. They're three mana, two, three mechs with rush. So they have rush. Boom. One goes in. A friendly mech attacks. Deal one to all enemies. Boom. The second one attacks because it has rush. Deal one damage to all enemies. All enemies includes the face. Mm -hmm. If you have anything of a board and that board is mech, every single one of those that attacks, not just the Gaia's drills, every single mech that attacks, friendly mech, uh, deals that one damage to all enemies. This is what you want to be playing in Mech Mage. This is like the real big payoff. And unlike a lot of the, the payoffs in previous versions of mech mage you know the, the the different tinkertown technicians and you know the goblin blast mage gaia the tectonic is a mech itself so it actively synergizes with the other mech things. so like oh my gosh i am excited for this card it is gonna be kicking rad yeah this is this is
1: good and and yeah if the if the arms didn't have rush it'd be different but with rush it's like okay okay so this has an immediate impact you know and yeah. that's yeah it's good stuff i this is what makes the you know the payoff uh worth it here so I, I like it i like it um hey uh i don't normally do this but uh chat is talking about um uh who is it super zot talking about flame leviathan okay okay for those of you who are not familiar with flame leviathan um this is the original you know this is the mech mage legendary this card sucks dude i'm sorry i i don't know rain on your parade but like i'm looking at this okay and and uh okay okay here it is on the screen right it's a seven mana seven seven uh it says when you draw this deal two damage to all characters so it hurts you also but only when you draw it like, <laughs> I mean, we've gotten some power. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love the idea of it. I have this card. Okay. Uh, I, I will have to make a listener challenge out of like. You know, top deck lethal with flame leviathan or something. (laughs) Hey, you could uh glorious oh yeah, you could set it up with dredge. There you go. So
0: it's there you go, you dredge up flame Leviathan and then you draw it and you do two damage to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you just said find lethal with flame leviathan. You didn't say who the lethal is on. So (laughs) this is brilliant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is the way this is the way this is
1: the way <laughs> yeah okay i'm sorry i had to i had to i had to divert okay well we got a couple we got a couple other cards so uh we do have the oh here's the so we do get we got the um warlock uh colossal
0: as well colossal colossus what are we calling these
1: anyway yeah, they're
0: they're colossal minions so colossal makes sense
1: okay so we have gigafin uh this is a (laughs) murloc eight mana seven four murloc uh colossal plus one so it has one other part battle cry devour all minions oh i'm sorry devour all all enemy minions uh meaning you eat them and they go away uh death rattle spit them back out um okay so this is interesting right uh okay and then and I don't have it up on the screen here, but Gigafin's Maw is is the Gigafin's butt. It's like it's like the other half of the minion here.
0: Uh and it, so, it has a, a mouth too. It's it's kind of like the cat dog of Murloc. <laughs> it's
1: it is cat dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um it says uh okay, so it's a six mana four seven with taunt, and it says death rattle permanently destroy all minions inside Gigafin. So there you go. You know, like you know what I've seen you know what I've seen people running lately? I should I don't even know that I should say this out loud because I'm gonna be miserable uh later. But maybe we're talking Uh-oh. theory crafts, right? Okay, so in what I've seen lately in Even Warlock, uh and I, I can't think of the name, someone will know it, right? It's the card that says silence all your other cards or whatever it is. And like what happens when you eat everything with, with uh Gigafin and then you just silence Gigafin? Um uh-huh. You know, or, or the Gigafin's moss is permanently destroy all minions inside Gigafin. I I don't know how it works without seeing it in play, but if I had to guess, like, I kind of doubt that the death rattles would trigger, but maybe
0: they do. I don't know. Do you know? So, so they, they clarified it on, on Twitter earlier. And if I recall correctly, and again, this was a busy day that this came out on, um, Whenever Gigafin devours the enemy minions, the death rattles go off. So they go off whenever Gigafin chomps them, because it doesn't, like Mutinous, pull it from the hand and devour it from the hand before that happens. So they're on the board, they get devoured, their death rattle goes off because they effectively die. You know, they're they're in Gigafin's you know stomach. Uh-oh. So then, whenever Gigafin's maw dies. They're permanently... Because of the death rattle, they're permanently destroyed. So their death rattle doesn't go off again because they were already destroyed the once. This is just them permanently being destroyed. So that's why the uh, death rattle of GigaFin itself of uh, spit them back out. You know, it it has that that potential to to be bad if you know like there's a a wide variety of death rattle minions. Say you're playing against a big priest and um, the uh, Obsidian Statue is out. They've only got one obsidian statue. You play Gigafen and it chomps it. I'm assuming that Gigafen's maw wouldn't like populate before the death rattle goes off and then Gigafen dies and then they immediately go back out. Whereas if technically they're the same card. Again, we don't know how how this uh, interaction works yet cuz we haven't played with it quite yet. So let's say that whenever you play Gigafen, technically the same card, you know, they both populate the board at the same time. Uh, then the obsidian statue death rattle hits Gigafin's maw. Oops, they're all gone. Um, now, since this is devouring the enemy minions and they do die, it does put them into the res pool if you're playing against a big priest. So, you know, it's not like mutinous where, you know, since it pulls it from the hand, it never actually died with Gigafin. They do die. Um, so that that's kind of how it's been explained for that interaction. So Gigafin is a board clear of only your enemy's board. Um, And while Gigafin itself is aggressively statted as a 7-4, Gigafin's Maw being a taunt, and that death rattle of, you know, your opponent doesn't get their board back, and, um, you know, it's being a 4-7, you know, yeah, four damage is a lot easier to do to Gigafin itself, but you have to be doing that essentially from hand because Gigafin's Maw has that uh, taunt, and their board just just went away with gigafins effect itself. So um it's really interesting. Again, this is one of those things that like I'm definitely going to try in um merlock <laughs> warlock. Um, the only um, is it going to be great? Probably not, but I mean it's it's essentially an 8 mana 11 11, right? With 4/7 of that having taunt. It's an 8 mana twisting nether only of your opponent's board you get to push damage into face yeah all right you know i, I yeah we'll see
1: the only thing i don't like about it i'm not i'm not 100 percent sold on it because like if i i, I hate this the death rattle like you know if you could use this as a finisher to push damage face like yeah, okay okay i could see that um it is even cost by the way and so if that will clear stuff t- so that you can send stuff face like okay okay let me try that, uh, or the other thing. Like I found the card. It's called Showstopper. It's that's seen play in in even Warlock. Oh yeah! Right now, it's being played right now, and so it's like, hey, you know what? You froze the the whole board with the, uh, um, the snow dude, whatever it's called. I God, I can't believe
0: I don't know the name. I
1: hit Legend with it three months in a row. Uh, yeah,
0: That's Snow Fury, not Giant Elemental sure snow fury though I, I always call it snow fury nice
1: <laughs> to meet you um <laughs>
0: yes so i
1: i mean you know could you silence your own dude if you don't want the death rattles or if you want to eat them permanently like yeah okay um snowfall guardian thank you there there we go
0: Snowfall guardian snow fury giant is the giant yes we're old always okay always fury I, it's, anyway it's, it's,
1: <laughs> I'm old, anyways. Oops. Uh, yeah, so so, anyways, you know, I don't know. This card is interesting, but I I, I think I see it more where uh, where you're saying like, hey, you drop drop this to clear the board so that you can push lethal or something like that. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, could you put it in a Murloc deck? I I suppose if if that's a thing. Uh, but you could put it in something
0: else too. And well, hmm. here's where I'm thinking about about playing it in the in the Merlock <laughs> deck. It's with the one that we talked about just earlier, that Bloodscent Vilefin. So, Battlecry Dredge, if it's a Murloc, change its cost to health instead of mana. Okay, so on four, I play Bloodscent Vilefin, and then I put this one on the top, and then the very next turn, I'm playing this just for stats. I mean, it's essentially an 8-mana, 11-11. Right? Um, But it's not 8-mana. It's 8-health. Oh,
1: god. You know what, too? Like... If only there were Warlock cards in a while that uh, like cost zero mana because your health changed. Like,
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> I mean, just saying. Um, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I threw up in my mouth a little bit. Again, I don't necessarily think this is going to be good, but I really want to no, play yeah, around.
1: But with it. it'll be fun. It'll be, <laughs> it, it'll be fun, though. I, this is interesting. And All right. I think we have one. I think we have one left, right? Yeah,
0: two if we talk about the warrior one,
1: though, <gasps> Oh, we, we should. We should. Why not? Yeah. What, why not? All right. Well, let mean, they're out of cool. order here. Uh, there it is. All right. Here we go. Uh, okay. Cool. You want to talk about it?
0: So, yeah. So we have next up Miracle Growth. The Miracle Growth is a seven mana druid nature spell uh, that reads, draw three cards, summon a plant with taunt and stats equal to your hand size. So um, if I'm playing Druid, I like to draw. This is a seven mana draw three. Okay, I mean, that's that's basically like the uh, six mana draw three or gain two mana crystals, right? Um, so draw three, cool. Uh, I typically have a pretty big hand, so seven mana draw three, drop a 9-9 nine, nine taunt even cooler, <laughs> you know? Uh, I mean, this, Miracle Growth just seems like exactly what we want in non-aggro uh, druid decks. It's draw, it's defensive because the plant that it it poops out has taunt. Like, even if you're just top decking and you draw Miracle Growth... Here's a seven mana, draw three cards, and here's a three, three taunt. Like, you're still putting that roadblock in the way. Regardless of the stats, it's got taunt. Uh, and it's a nature spell. So, like... It, it, yeah. It, plus, it, plus it has the plant thing on
1: it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Druid doesn't care about mana anymore. After Guff, like, yeah. mana, mana doesn't even matter. So, I, I mean, draw three cards and summon a, a taunt minion, like, and it's a nature spell, and so you can abuse it with Anaconda or whatever else, like, uh, I just seems good to me. Uh, I like drawing cards, and, uh, we, you know, we, we've seen a lot in the past of other cards being played that's like, hey, summon a minion equal to the size of your, your hand or whatever, and, like, it's pretty good, so, I it, it seems good. I don't know what else to say. Uh, this seems good to me, like, really good, so.
0: Yeah, this is one of those like not flashy cards that we're gonna see everywhere, right? Like, cause we're looking at it, and we're just like, yeah. I mean, this is a druid card.
1: <laughs> well, just wait, just wait until it's time to score the cards. You know, I mean, I, I when I look at this, it's like, oh, okay. Like I, I draw three and get a you know an eight eight taunt or whatever it is. Like, yeah, okay. Seems we good. take those
0: every day mm. of the week. Every day of the week. Yeah.
1: All right, well, surprise, we've got one last card. It looks like it was just released from uh, Hearthstone top decks, And and so I'm going to post it up here. And thank you. Big shout out to uh, Decoslav uh, for, for letting us know. Uh, this uh, just was released while we were recording the show. And so this is the Warrior Col- Colossal card, Colossus. And uh, if you weren't tired of Pirate Warrior yet get ready to be more tired of pirate war. And like, just like, I don't even know what to say. Can maybe you can read this one while I uh, add the other card to the screen.
0: Yeah, definitely. So Nelly, the great thresher is a seven mana five, five beast. But Nate, you said that this was interacting with pirates. Hold your horses. Of course it does. So Nelly, the great thresher is a colossal plus one, Battlecry. Discover three pirates to crew Nelly's ship. What is Nelly's ship, you may ask? So Nelly's ship is a five mana, mana doesn't matter here, uh, two six beast, because it's the second part of Nelly, um, with taunt and death rattle, add Nelly's pirate crew to your hand. They cost one. So you can be, be picking, let's say you, you discover a smite, okay it's not that it's a one one that costs one here's a full smite that costs one what if you (laughs) discover three smites
1: i mean just saying like (laughs) I, i i mean okay here's the thing like value 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 right and and pirate warrior has been around forever and the juggernaut i think is what has has pushed it like you know to being um very good competitive whatever and it's it's the value and even here it's like okay uh i mean this has to be the top end of your deck i suppose but it's like hey discover three pirates and they cost one now i mean can you low roll yes um especially in wild because the the card pool's much larger and so if it was just get three random pirates and they cost one like yeah man they probably already cost one anyways. But <laughs> but if I can discover like I I get to pick 3 each time, like 3 times 3 and the chance of me getting a decent one? Like the pirates aren't bad. In fact, most of them are pretty okay. Even the crappy ones are not going to be super bad, right? It's going to be draw a card, do two damage, have taunt and rush, have taunt get a weapon, have battle cry gain the stats of your weapon. Like, that I wouldn't normally play, but to discover those and they cost one? Okay. And I've got taunt. So, so meanwhile, like, my other pirates can go face. Well, now my enemy has to run into this thing. Like, okay. I, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I would play it. i try it anyways. And if it sucks, it sucks. I mean, is it a little slow? Yes. That's, so so here's what we've said in the past. is like, too slow for a while, too slow for a while, too slow for a while. And, y- you know, we were wrong initially on the quests. That like, nah, yeah. the, the reward is too good. Like, it's, it's worth the do-nothing turn one because the payoff is so good. And so when I see a card like this, it's like, well, seven mana is kind of a lot. But, like, dealing with this is going to be a nightmare. Um, And the random factor is going to be infuriating, so...
0: It is. I think that that's kind of a different deck, though, right? Like, so, yes, still definitely a quest-line pirate warrior, but Uh we're not just playing all of our one-drop pirates, you know? we're, We're doing something else rather than just rushing to Rokara, right? Because otherwise, you know, if we're just basically doing that thing, then just throwing Nelly, the great thresher in as well. Uh, I I don't know that that's going to be really competitive. Truthfully, I think it's going to be fun. I think you could still absolutely win games with it. Cause it's pirate warrior for one. Mm. And for two, I mean, you could probably win games with this card even because the Nelly's pirate ship does have taunt, right? Um, So, I mean, it's not a bad card, but it's kind of has anti-synergy with what the current pirate warrior is trying to do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what? Uh, That said. (laughs) It's an odd cost card,
1: by the way, and it has lots of value. And, you know, if so odd warrior comes back, like, you just throw it in just for the value, right? Uh, like I don't even care about the Uh pirates like it's the value here um or if we want to meme out then I make odd questline warrior which people hit legend with I mean it's like I it okay that's a thing I I guess um but any sort of control deck like wouldn't you just throw this in I remember when when what is it the 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 big turtle came out whatever it's called
0: um yeah, um, Thresh, Lord of Turtling, or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and I was like, eh.
1: But, but then people play it, and it's like, oh, God, I got to deal with this thing. And that's, that's this card here, where it's like, okay, you know, it costs seven, but now I got to deal with this thing. And, you know, it, yeah, it seems okay. Now it's not going to work with the recruit mechanics and stuff. Right. Because it, ha- it, this has colossal plus a battle cry. And so, the right. you know, it, this gets recruited, like it'll pull ne- uh, Nelly's pirate ship with a you know, two, five taunt,
0: but it, it won't, you won't get your three pirates. So, right. Yeah. Uh, the, the battle cry is what puts those in those pirates into Nelly's ship. That's what crews them. So you won't kind of get the, um, the reward of those pirates that cost one <laughs> into your hand at, at the end of the day i think that nelly the great thresher definitely helps pirate warrior in standard like period oh point, yeah they, like, they point we, blank.
1: we the pirates in standard suck so much that like we, we're just putting random crap pirates in there just to trigger the quest because there were not enough pirates um, uh-huh and now we see these these new ones. And so it's like, hey, um even like the the Tescar one that lets you dredge stuff, it's like, hey, that's not bad actually. In fact, this it might be pretty good in with uh
0: Questline Pirate War in Standard, so hmm So I I'm definitely gonna play Nelly the Great Thresher in standard. I may th- throw throw her into you know a, a pirate warrior in Wild too. Um, it would probably be a different build, more of kind of like a mid range pirate warrior. Um, you know, is that going to be better than than the aggro variant? Almost certainly not. It's going to be fun though, and it's different and it's new, and it had like you actually have a reason to do that now um, in Nelly here. So yeah, it's going to be fun.
1: Well, cool. It's always exciting when they reveal stuff live. And and thank you. um, I believe it was Decoslav in in chat who let us know about this. And it's it's always fun to check out these new cards when they uh, drop like mid show. So
0: this is us going off the cuff, but super cool. Uh, Dude, honestly, though, even if we're not playing quest line, sorry. A, a thank you, DeKoslav. That that's awesome because this is like live reaction, even right? um Hey, we we did a reaction but, vid. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we did, didn't we? Um, but like, I, I can see playing this in just like straight up odd warrior. Like, mm-hmm. do we need to be playing the quest line at all? No, no, no. And that's
1: where I I think
0: right. You, oh yeah,
1: I know. Any you could play it in in uh in just just straight up odd odd warrior with uh no quest you could play it in dead man's hand it's it's just a value card so yeah Yeah, seems good seems good all right well, well we're about at the two hour mark so let's uh let's let's start wrapping it up here
0: i think yeah so um if you are not familiar with our born to be wild listener series um we just finished up season four um, so that was fantastic. Um, so if you're unfamiliar with our Born to be Wild listener series, it is a custom uh, a tournament series with custom deck building restrictions each week. Uh, of course, this is Born to be Wild in the wild format. So the main series lasts five weeks, followed by three weeks of playoffs. The playoffs just finished. We've got a spoiler alert for the finals. So if you don't want to hear that, pause this while I'm drawing out my sentence, because congratulations to Jules for taking on the victory and being the season four champion. Congratulations, Jules.
1: Hooray! Hooray!
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was great it was a really exciting match to to cast a really exciting match to watch and and like that that was just a blast uh, hats off to to both Jules and Kenray who played awesome and, and yeah. for letting us watch that cuz that was awesome so thank you you both and gosh congratulations to both of you for getting to the finals um like th- that was awesome so season 4 Ended with a bang, and season five will be live shortly after the new expansion drops. So, either late April or early May. So, stay tuned for more information there. Um, And if you missed any of the matches or you know want to be nostalgic and watch them again uh they are all on our born to be wild youtube channel check them out there you can find them under the listeners series playlist on youtube.com slash born to be wild podcast and of course as always for additional information check out our website born to be wild hs.com
1: absolutely and they're uh added something to the website on the listener series page um so there's more info if you're interested in it but also there's links to all the older videos there and so if you're interested in catching even like our old uh finals matches or, or any really of, of the other um, spotlighted matches they're all on the website there so yeah check it out uh, cool cool and then lastly uh we have a weekly listener challenge uh, normally Hydra would do this part. Uh, again, Hydra's on vacation. So uh I will cover it. Last week's challenge was so I got this this fun uh, little toy over here. Um it's like a, a soundboard. And so we loaded it up with with sounds here, and it's only like partially filled up. So we're looking um for for things to uh to put in it. And so uh the challenge was to help us come up with the funniest voice lines or whatever that we could use for sound effects or bumpers or whatever it is. Um and so um here's here's Hydra's uh submission right here.
0: I made a stinky. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, anyways, we got lots of we've got lots of submissions and we actually uh I posted this to Reddit to it, it it like blew up a little bit which was hilarious and and there's a lot of good suggestions there as well some really good ones and we'll have to f- kind of fish fish through them all uh to to um add a bunch of them here fish through them get it uh and so but th- the one that we have selected as as the winner for um uh for, for this week's challenge is going to be mickle with the uh the classic hey
0: loser wasn't me
1: okay so there we there you have it i think with uh i would carry have to carry the torch here for our good buddy keith numbers who has uh retired from streaming hearthstone and uh that's the keith special so i uh and besides it's hilarious um lots and lots and lots of great suggestions that we will end up adding uh to the soundboard here for sure and uh just st- stay tuned for for more probably we'll do it over the weekend and and, and harass everybody next week with a million sound effects and, and or or i'll just spend the first five minutes of the show doing it and try to get it out of my system um anyways
0: or pre-show antics
1: <laughs> there we go That's probably uh more appropriate so hey uh thank you to mickle um uh, which hilarious we gave mickle a hard time uh for for taking the spaghetti approach and uh th- throwing out like three hundred suggestions in the uh, hopes that one of them would stick uh but one did, and so big big congrats mickle uh, we'll get a couple of packs on us um and uh reach out via discord
0: all right, so what is yeah. this week's challenge sheep yeah, so this week's challenge in honor of our our, our friend Hydra, who is on vacation, not, 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 not sick or anything. Um, in honor of Hydra, we, we want to, to dedicate this challenge to him. So this challenge is to have three of the same minion on board. Now, this is the exact same minion. So same stats, same art. Um, you know, if one of them is gold and the two of them aren't, Sorry, Nate. That that's not the same minion. They have to be the exact same minion, except that you know they're in, in three parts. So Hydra, and that they're three. And then, as usual, tiebreaker is largest stats. But they have so, to be um, same it, exact, right?
1: So same stats. You can't have a, a you know a yes. five seven and a one one copy of it. it they gotta be same like the same same and i love that you clarified I, that that even makes it a little bit harder like now nah, you can't have a gold one and two regular ones like now nah, they they gotta be identical identical yes all right three-headed monster yeah. and no you cannot have four or five
0: or you have it has to be exactly three exactly the same Yes. Yeah. You can have other minions on board, you know, like if there's a sheep or a wolf there too, that that's fine. Um, But for, you know, getting the, this perfect Hydra minion, that one has to be three of the same. Very good.
1: Very (laughs) good. I I like it.
0: Yeah. So as always to participate, post in the discord into the weekly challenges channel. Uh, And just like we announced with Mikkel this week, the winner will be announced on next week's show. So also, of course, to participate, you need to um, play a a game can either be in ladder or in casual, cannot be against the innkeeper. He'll help you win. And um, could also be... Um can also not be against um, the uh, you know any of the other PvE content because you can do a lot of wonky things there that you can't elsewhere. That's okay. You just can't do it for this. So you can do it either on ladder or if you don't want to take your rank, you can do it in casual and that is fine too. Just not against a friend and not against the innkeeper or other PvE content. So post in our Discord in the Weekly Challenges channel. And the winner will be announced on next week's show and receive two Hearthstone packs on us. And, of course, be immortalized in the Hall of Fame on the Born to be Wild website as well. We look to forward to seeing what crazy things you come up with and the biggest Hydra.
1: <laughs> right, right. I do think we... Pre- so, that guy Floop uh, has a good... Uh, take on that with Kazaka-san there's a card called banana split that makes uh takes a card and makes two identical copies of it sorry i think we probably need to ban that uh it just makes it too easy with with it just makes it way too easy what do you think
0: yeah no no probably no slipping on the banana peel there sorry it's cool and it's flashy but that's that's is a, a little bit too uh m- much of a what do say not shortcut there <laughs> it's not quite what was intended uh, but desert hair is legal so if you want to have three one ones there you go oh <laughs> uh, yeah or well or uh yeah okay
1: okay okay all right yeah and there's and there's of course ways.
0: We, we knew that floop wasn't going to do that himself oh he no just no, no, pointing no, no, no. that out for us so so thank you for bringing that to our attention floop we this is a thanks and this is, uh, anyone else can't do that either. So, so, uh,
1: yeah, no, no, no. Much appreciated. Very much appreciated. <laughs> all right, friends, that, that is it for us. Uh, tonight we have gone a little bit longer than normal, but we got excited. There was lots of new cards to talk about and, uh, there was just no avoiding it. Thank you all for joining us. It was super fun to, to hang out, love interacting with everybody in chat. Thank you to everyone who's, uh, either, um, you know watching this later on youtube listening to it on a on a podcast somewhere really appreciate everyone um hanging out with us please tune in to next week's show next week's show is episode 100 uh it's a big milestone for us but we'll have a special announcement for next week's show as well um something pretty cool uh coming up that that we'll uh hopefully be able to share with everybody um, at that time and so very 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 Stand excited yeah for all the new stuff i and so thank you so much everybody thank you for joining us and uh until next week um thanks for for hanging out on born to be wild what an ending hey i should play that craig song that'll make up for it
0: <laughs> please keep what an ending into end
1: i uh, oh i'm not gonna edit it it's fine uh, uh, uh. yeah I'll miss you. All right, all right, all right. Hold on. You know what? I will play this song for you guys though because I love you so much and I thought about Goblin Blast Mage because uh I like that card.
0: Yeah. I do too. Hold on. I miss it.
1: Where is it here? You guys, if you haven't heard this, you'll love it and uh and then we'll call it a night. Yeah, mm-hmm. buddy.
0: Come on, computer, you can do it. I believe in you, computer. Okay, computer is the name of a Radiohead album. That's about all I have to say about that. <laughs>
1: Golly, Bob, how. Where is it? It's on. I uh...
0: know, anyway, I heard it at one point whenever you shared the Into the Wild songs. It's fine. It's on YouTube. I'll play it there. I'll, I'll play it there. It's fine. Alles ist gut. I've been taking Spanish Duolingo. Can you tell? That was mm. German. <laughs> Oh, I need to enable
1: my all right chat music line out music broadcast stream mix music. Okay, there we go. And Excellent. and all right, here it is. There's a couple bad words. Sorry in advance. Tell me if you can hear this, please. Uh,
0: I cannot. Now I can. Dr. Boom. I need a doctor, doctor, to bring me back to
1: life. Blizzard told the world Dr. Boom was coming back. Set it on YouTube and then removed it, but it was too late, so they put it back. Some say they leaked it themselves, but I don't know what they'd achieve from that. I'm just excited to see all these mechs when I open all these boomsday packs. Mech Mage was the first deck I played the most. First legendaries I crafted for it were Dr. Boom and Ragnaros. Maybe Mech Mage will be back. It probably won't be as fast. No Trugger and Mech Warper, Micro Machine and Goblin Blast. Mage, they were also great. Spider Tank. Yeah, I guess that deck was dank. But I really don't care cause it's what I played. Yeah, it just occurred to me that deck had tons of RNG and it was fast and that combination is pretty good to me. Mech Warper is still one of my favorite cards and I know it hasn't seen much play, and that's been a little hard. So let's hope that we get more mechs, How we open up in packs. But it don't matter, because my friends, it looks like Dr. Boom is fucking coming back.
0: Dr. Boom's back.
1: It literally feels like a lifetime ago, but I still remember it like it was just yesterday though. Walked in with some boom bots, turned seven on curve, Make sure you're a- what they deserve, I was the king of turn 7 in standard, I was the reason people were playing big game hunter, I was the best thrower around power level of 11, I guess that's why I was named VOP doctor 7, when I was in standard my power level was busted, but then I rotated out and started to get dusted, you players I trusted, now I have rusted, so now I am angrier than ever, you can trust that. This is why I brought more inventions that I made at home. Some are overpowered mechs, some are crazy flying drones. I will not leave it alone, here I go, boom, boom, boom. Oh yeah, by the way, the device you're listening to, this song might explode. Hey, there we go.